First Liberty Live is taking you on the road where thousands of people of faith are gathered together to speak up for religious freedom. We can't give up and we can't throw in the towel. Too much is at stake. In California. Hi, I'm Stuart Shepard, and we're coming to you from San Diego at something called the Freedom Revival. You may have seen the videos with our friend Sean Fredrickson, where he interviews people on the beaches. He's one of the co-founders of this. You're going to hear from him and a lot of other very interesting people about things that are happening in California that the rest of the country just needs to know about. At the southernmost end of California, San Diego is sunny and warm. The bay is always busy with Navy ships, cargo ships and sailboats zigzagging across the water. And on this sunny Saturday at the end of October, right alongside the bay in Waterfront Park, thousands of people of faith are gathered for the afternoon to hear from speakers, to worship together, and to talk about the importance of freedom. This is Sean Fredrickson, who is the visionary behind this whole thing, one of the co-founders. There are five of you that helped put this together. Yes, Melissa O'Connor is one of those five. Hi, Melissa. Hi, Sean. Hi. It's a pleasure. <laughs> Sean, Come what on. do you hope will happen today? What's this all about? Well, my hope is revival. I pray that this event will spark churches to recognize their role in civics. There was a time in this country where churches understood that they have to. It's their duty to get involved in civics. And over the past 50 years, we've forgotten that. And look what that's produced. Yeah, Melissa, what's been going on in California that people outside of California need to know about? I love that question because what the whole country needs to understand is that the people of California are not represented by their government. So a lot of times, even like a year ago when all the shutdowns were happening and we were so miserable, you would see comments online to say, California can just fall into the ocean. Like you get what you either vote for or you like you deserve this to happen to you. Yeah. And the message that needs to be communicated loud and clear is that our government does not represent the freedom-loving, you know, God-fearing individuals that actually live in California, and there are so many of them. Yeah, and Sean, it's more than a remnant, to use the biblical term. There are a lot of people in California who have their heads on straight when it comes to values. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, there are so many, and I believe what we're doing is calling them into a place to say, let's gather. We all have the same ideas. We all recognize our duty. So let's come together and encourage each other so we can go out and do what needs to be done. Up on the big stage, we heard from candidates, ministers, and a worship team. I raise a hallelujah, than the on the other end of the park, opposite the stage, rows of exhibitors are lined up one after another to help people get connected. That's where I ran into my old friend Jonathan Keller from California Family Council. Oh man, this has been our busiest year, I think, in the history of the organization, at least since I've been here. This is a pivotal time for the state of California. We are seeing an absolute assault on freedom, on values, and it really is just a reminder of why it's so important that every single person in the state of California stand up to defend life, family, and liberty. What's going on in California that people in other states need to know? Well, I would say, as a warning, um, it's kind of the inverse of Las Vegas. What happens in California does not stay in California. And I also tell people when I was meeting with folks at the National March for Life reveal a couple weeks ago in Washington, D.C., I warned them, look, 
You may live in a great part of the state that is conservative, that's pro-life, that's pro-family, that's pro-religious liberty. You may not care about California, but California cares about you. And that should sound ominous because it is. Everything that is happening here in California, every policy that our state legislator is passing, every executive action that Gavin Newsom is trying to take, every single one of those is a blueprint for what governors across the country, legislatures across the country, wants to impose on you in your states. So you better care, you better pay attention to what's happening here in California. And Stuart, that's a lot of why we exist here in the state of California, is to be the alarm that is going to let people know exactly what is happening and warn them before it makes it to your state. You know, there is still a faithful remnant of people here in the state of California who believe in life, family, and liberty. Those are the three values that California Family Council fights for. And there is still a, a small but mighty remnant. And I joke and say small but mighty, but the remarkable thing, if you can believe it, in the state of California, we have more conservatives in terms of the number of voters than almost any other state in the entire nation. Now, we're still vastly outnumbered in a lot of cases, but there is a very strong group of people here who do not believe in mandates. They do not believe in lockdowns. They do not believe in gender ideology or in radical abortion policy. Uh, we just need to continue to sound the alarm and share that message, God's message of truth with our neighbors and our friends and family. Come on! Can America return to her roots? Come on! Can America return to her roots and be a virtuous nation again? I've known about Charlie Kirk's group, Turning Point USA, for years, but until today, I'd not heard of TPUSA Faith. Connor and Alyssa explain what it's all about. So you guys all know Turning Point USA on college campuses and high school campuses. Uh, Turning Point Faith was started in 2020 by Charlie Kirk. Uh, he just saw how the churches were getting shut down during COVID and how the churches really need to be standing up in our local communities around the country. Um, and so Turning Point Faith was founded. We're in all 50 states right now. Uh, we're growing like crazy and just praise God. We're just working in communities and really just making an impact. So it's amazing. Tell me how Turning Point Faith is different than TPUSA. What do you focus on this different? Yeah, so like you said, Turning Point USA Faith is the newest division of Turning Point. So we are partnering with local churches and coming alongside different nonprofits in different communities, um, funding them and um, just giving them the resources that Turning Point gives college students and high school students. Yeah. Yep. Why is this important right now in the U.S.? As we saw during 2020, especially in California, uh, Gavin Newsom's kept the dispensaries open, he kept the strip clubs open, and he kept the liquor stores open. And why did he shut down the church? Um, I believe now we're not in a political battle, we're in a spiritual battle, and the church needs to really stand up for that in our local communities. Yeah, I would echo all of that. I think that if we lose our churches, we lose everything. So with Turning Point USA Faith, we're partnering with local churches and we're making sure that they know that they can say no to the government. They can keep their doors open and ultimately the biggest goal for Turning Point USA Faith and Charlie Kirk would say the same thing is to save souls for Christ. Um, and we can do that through keeping churches doors open and empowering pastors to say no to the mandates. The churches have been conspicuously quiet it's speaking up on the Christian values. So that's why we're here to empower you in Christ our Lord. 
to take back this state, to take back this country. I also caught up with my Facebook friend Gina Gleason. She's with a group called Real Impact. She shared how they're working to get more people involved in the process. Real Impact is all about raising awareness about the issues that are going on in California and across the nation and making sure that Christians know how to take action on the issues that we care about and also raising up churches to also take notice of what's going on and inform their congregations. The churches in America have so many rights that they really don't even realize that they can be involved in affecting the outcome of laws that will affect their faith, their family, their freedom. There's many, many things that a Christian can do and as a church, we can provide information to the congregations on specific bills, um, legislation, uh, petitions, or any uh, public policy that is taking place in their community, their state, or their nation. this morning was when I was driving down with Sean's wife Bethany who I love with all my heart um, is that they would be set free and that people who are um, broken would come and be healed and that's in the areas of finance um, family persecution loss of jobs um, feeling like a total loser you're not a loser God loves you and nobody is out there screaming that from the rooftops and no there are a lot of people but we just want that message to be heard in San Diego loud and clear and and Sean the key to all of this is for yeah. people to actually speak up and be yeah. heard absolutely we're at a time where the uh, the silent majority has become something that we all clung to and when we're silent that allows the evils around us to dominate so now is the time where we're gonna speak we're going to activate. We're going to get involved in the system just like this country was established. You know, we became so free because of the church. Let's restore that freedom through a revival of the church and a restoration of the people. I was here in 2020 in the, at the height of COVID and things were locked down. They were saying you can't have worship services. Right. You can't sing. You can't chant if you're in a, in a faith group that does that. Right. How many restrictions are still in place today in California? Are you still feeling it? We're still in a local state of emergency in this state. So technically, I mean, COVID is rampant naturally if we're in an emergency. So uh, there are super events happening. The World Series games are happening. The, the Super Bowl happened. The, you're having all of these massive gatherings where 20, 30, 40, 50,000 people are joining. Yet the state is still strangling the liberties of the people. And unless the people know, then the people are going to just go along with it. Anything else you'd like to share before I let you go? Yeah, I believe in California. I believe that there's something that's going to come out of California that the rest of the United States will see and it will inspire them to activity too. I think we're challenging that narrative that California needs to fall into the ocean, but it's almost like when Jesus came out of Nazareth, an unexpected place, I think that's where revival is going to be birthed in California, an unexpected place. All right. Melissa? Okay, and then to take that one step further, to define freedom revival. So we have the revival portion. It's also a, a spiritual revival, but it's a revival of freedom. And I didn't know my rights going into 2020, and that's why I stayed in my house. No one locked me in my home. I was I put myself on lockdown. Wow. So Americans need to realize that 
so much that has happened over the last two to three to probably 50, 100 years has been unconstitutional. It's your job to get educated and stand up for your rights so that what we experience never happens again. It's on me and you and you. Well said. Let's go. All right. Thanks, <laughs> Melissa. Thanks, Sean. Appreciate you.